0: French voters head to the polls on Sunday for the final round of voting to elect France's new president. Joining me today to offer some perspective is European markets analyst Brian Whitmer, who edits Elliott Wave International's European financial forecast and contributes to the monthly global market perspective. Hi, Brian. Nice to see you.
1: Hey, Alex. Good to be here.
0: So let's start today by talking about something that you published in the May issue of the European Financial Forecast. And you had wrote that socialists aren't the first political party to complete a round trip on the social mood merry-go-round. They also won't be the last. Can you explain what you mean by that?
1: Yeah, well, what I'm referring to is this really fascinating election in France. And, you know, with everyone watching the race between Le Pen and Macron, Um, You know, the far right versus the centrist newcomer. I think what's more interesting is really the full-scale implosion of the Socialist Party, right? This is the party that has dominated French politics for 40 years. And the Socialist candidate not only lost, he lost in the first round with less than 6% of the vote. That's an astounding result. And, And I have a chart just to kind of put that into perspective. This is the SBF 250 going back to the bull market back here in the 1950s, which ends here in the early 1960s. And this is when the Socialists really began to dominate French politics. You've got this two decade bear market that begins in 1969. The Socialists really begin to to win power. This is when Francois Mitterrand began to rebrand, reboot the party. Um, And in 1981, Mitterrand goes on to win the presidency. He holds office for 14 years. And the Socialist Party really dominates French politics ever since. Since 1969, it's either been the ruling party or the largest opposition party. And all of that, of course, ended last month. We've got another two-decade bear market, at least a sideways trend here. Stocks have gone really made no progress in in 17 years and the socialists lose power so that's what i mean by this sort of merry-go-round in in social mood you've got a bull market you're you got a bear market that that brings a new party into power then you've got a bull market that keeps them in power and another bear market that takes that power away and we'll see on sunday uh, who that power goes to
0: Now let's move on to another major financial center, London. Last month the UK called for a snap election and you argue that that did not make a difference to the FTSE. Why is that and what are you looking for overall?
1: Right, well the FTSE did happen to fall on the day that Theresa May called for that snap election. But I think the reversal was inevitable. If we look at the wave pattern, um, we've seen this fairly textbook five wave rally since the February 2016 low, that's down here. We've got wave one here, we've got an ABC for wave two, wave three ended, here's wave four, and we've been pushing higher in this extended uh, fifth wave. Back in April, I called attention to this uh, ending diagonal, that's a terminal wave pattern that, uh, that signals a reversal. Um, and we've seen that reversal. I think the other interesting uh, uh, confirming evidence is the, is the DSI, the Daily Sentiment Index. That's a survey of futures traders. Um, if we look here, it followed a tip, fairly typical profile. We see extreme pessimism at the lows in February. These are DSI readings in the single digits. Uh, wave one pushed those readings up to about 50%. That's balance of bulls and bears. Wave three pushed it up to 80%. That's a that's not extreme, but it is elevated. And then wave five, that final leg of the rally, pushed those DSI bulls up to 96%. So that's a good uh, good indication that we, we, we should see a reversal, which is what we've seen.
0: Now, whether it be the German election coming up this year or the importance of Germany to both European markets and global markets in general, I thought it'd be good to talk about Germany a little bit today. Now, you recently made the observations about the sentiment in the DAX. So what are you looking for?
1: Yeah, Germany is always a critical market to watch just because of its impact on, on global markets. We've, we've been tracking, again, a five-wave rise since uh, the March 2009 low. And if we take a look at that chart, here's the March 2009 low. And we've got another fairly textbook five-wave rise, wave one. Here's wave two. Wave three ended here. Wave four, and this rally now is the fifth and final wave uh, that has pushed the market to new highs. Again, what I think is more interesting is how sentiment has behaved. If we look at these lower two graphs here, these are uh, investor expectations from uh, Centex behavioral indexes. We've got individual investors on the top, and we've got individ- institutional investors on the bottom. By the way, if you want to, if you want to look at what sentiment looks like at a major low in the market. Take a look at March 09. This is when these indexes uh, fell, fell negative. This really shows the, the pessimistic sentiment that occurs at a major low in the market. They pushed higher almost immediately. We had in 2010-2011 um, highs in this index and they treaded water for, for the past four or five years until this year. In 2017 these indexes started creeping higher again and right now we're at near record extremes in, in investor expectations, both from individual investors and from institutional investors. So, again, I think this is confirming evidence. Nothing says that a top is imminent, but I think uh, these indexes definitely say that we're in the latter stages of this rally.
0: Brian, always great to talk with you. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Hey, thanks, Alex.